0: Are you looking to grow your business and stay resilient? Look no further than FM Global for your commercial property insurance and risk management needs. With more than 180 years of scientific research and data at our disposal,
1: we'll work with you to engineer solutions that help protect your business today so you can prosper tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show, audio only episode. Direct your rage at the citizens of Baltimore, Maryland. I will be at Magooby's tomorrow night in Timonium, which is not even Baltimore. It's like a town outside of Baltimore. It's like if a rest stop became a town. It's not a town. I don't know what it is. But I'll be at Magooby's Laugh House, a very fun but unfortunately named comedy club. And in order to get there and do it on time, we were unable to use our temporary studio in Hollywood, California, And we are broadcasting uh, from uh, a room in a hotel. And I don't want to say which hotel, even though many of you will find that out anyway, because we had one crazy bitch already. This is our first stalker. Of course, it's a dumb cunt. It can't be some fucking hot dude who wants to fuck me to death. Some guy with a, a fucking hot fat fetish. He just wants to beat the shit out of me Mm. with his cock and then blow our brains out. It can't be (laughs) that. It's like some dumb yoga instructor Mm. who's fat. Well, Well, good for me. Good for me. I have some dumb fat yoga instructor who's stalking me. Of course I would. Of course I couldn't even get like some hot fucking... Guy or girl, and this slob shows up at the hotel that I'm staying at. We came here to New York for a few days. I don't tell anyone when I'm coming here because uh, I don't want to talk to them and I don't want them to request (laughs) me to do things I don't want to do. You know, people reach out to me, Do you want to do my show? It's you know, it's in a laundromat, and uh, we're, you know, raising money for it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Stay away from me. There are certain clubs where I miss the people at the clubs, but also I don't. Mm-hmm. You know? That's part of life. I do in theory and in my head and in my mind, but in reality, I, I do not. Mm-hmm. So I don't even let them know I'm here. Even though I would like to go... To see some of those people. But I wouldn't. <laughs> do you know? I have this this very complex relationship with, with that. I want to do it, but I don't. But I do. And I will. But I won't. So I'm here incognito. Nobody knows where I am. I'm just shuffling around. I did the Red Scare podcast. With Anna and Dasha Nekrasova. Brilliant cultural critics. Hot bitches. Uh, I put up a photo with them, and you could tell a lot of my more intelligent fans are like, yo, this guy fucks women. He's fucking this, these bitches. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> that, whatever. But I didn't really tell anyone I was here. I was here for three days. Three days you can't get, All the, you know, if I was here for two weeks, I'd tell people. But it's three days, I'm in and out. Um, We were going to do a a sketch with Lil Sasquatch at Barstool Sports. We could not figure one out in time. He came over to the hotel. Me, him, and Ben were writing, eating uh, Sichuan, Chinese food, Sichuan. Mm -hmm. Really good. Spicy in the middle of the night. No good. I wake up at 3.30 in the morning to a phone call from the uh, manager of the hotel, front desk, going, someone's here to see you. And, and I know this fat bitch is listening to this. And I'll tell you right now, <laughs> you're lucky I didn't walk down into the lobby and beat the living shit out of you. Because that's the next thing I will do. You fat bitch. Seriously. Okay? I'm staying at the same hotel with Harry and Meghan Markle. Okay? My friends. Who... I thought when the phone rang at 3.30 in the morning, I said, well, this is the end of me because they called in a favor. That's what I thought. I thought they called in a favor and like a guy dressed up like a, po- a Postmates delivery guy who's going to come in here and put a blow dart in my neck. Okay, because, you know, Meghan Markle heard what I've said and felt some sort of way. So those two um, intellectual heavyweights are also in the hotel along with every other diplomat in New York, everybody's got Havana syndrome here. Nobody, you know, forks are sticking to people's heads. I'm just trying to get the fucking mustard sauce with the filet of puff And this fat slut whore pig calls, walks in here, waddles her ass in here, and and maybe she thought I had food, but she called, they call me at 3.30 in the morning, they go, Cameron Heron wants to see you. Mm. Uh somebody's down here to see you. I said who? They said Cameron Heron. Now, Cameron Heron is a poor kid who murdered a woman with his car mm. and her baby. Mm. I talked about it two episodes a month ago. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, about five or six was episodes. A kid ago. in Tampa, good looking, mm. was on TikTok. Everybody was like, he's too hot to go to jail. They put him in jail, you know, real he's a rough situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. I tried to make light of it, whatever. It is what it is. He's getting married. He's fine. He's going to be in jail, but he's doing better than most people I know. 24-year <laughs> jail sentence. Most people I know not doing as well as him. Okay? So I hang up the phone. Now I'm terrified. Cameron Heron. I don't know what's going on. Of course I think Megan and Harry are drunk and playing games. Mm-hmm. And that's literally for a minute, because you got to remember, it's the middle of the night. It's the middle of the night, and this is what I think. I think that Harry and Meghan, because they're, like, maybe in the penthouse. I don't know. The penthouse seventy five grand a night. Maybe they're not springing for that. Who's paying for this, by the way? Diana left him money, so he's, you know, spending that, and he has a stipend or whatever. I think the royals are kind of like, hush, hush, just keep it up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't have them staying at a Clarion. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or the, you should see the Hotel at. God. <laughs> I mean, a horror... They want stalkers in that hotel that anyone comes in. So I think, I don't know what's going on. I said, Harry and Megan are are, are are playing games now, and they're, they're, they're calling me in the middle of the night, and they're trying to give me Havana syndrome. Explain what Havana syndrome is, please, because there's people that listen to the show who don't have any idea where they are. <laughs> so explain to them...
0: So about about 140 people have got this so far in like Cuba, in the U.S. and a couple other places, and basically it's
1: primarily CIA agents are getting this, right? That's correct. This isn't something we don't think is going to be widely dispersed through the population.
0: No, no, no. I want to read the actual list of symptoms, but it is pretty crazy. A lot of people report that they only feel the symptoms in their hotel room, and by the way, they don't know how they get this because it's a direct energy weapon. It's through like microwave. Um, What would you call that, Tim? Microwave uh, Waves? Microwaves, I guess Like, not through an Radiation? actual Radiation? Yeah, uh, yeah
1: Radiation?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He's
1: scaring me about this Well, fucking The last couple of days Talking about Are we all gonna get Havana Syndrome? Well,
0: yeah As soon as I walked in the hotel This is the last place I'd want to be If I wanted to get Havana
1: Syndrome Jamie Diamond's outside You're not gonna give anyone Fucking Havana Syndrome You're gonna fuck him up? He's still out there, by the way I just walked by of him Of course he is What's he gonna do? Where's he going? <laughs> Fucking out there drinking wine. <laughs> you think where, where's our friends? All of our unemployed friends are at the Many Saints in Newark. Spending their last twelve dollars, <laughs> watching a movie.
0: So they suspect that microwaves that are the main suspect of this. Microwaves, microwaves, yeah, that's what they're We're saying. We're not
1: staying in a hotel with microwaves. How does this work? This, they're, they're they, because people they are really sick. People are getting a little sick of the CIA's act. So the CIA comes into the country and starts pulling the uh, playing games, mm-hmm. and now these countries are fighting back using microwaves.
0: Yeah, well, it's hard
1: to get mad at that.
0: So, like, you'll be sitting in your room, and all of a sudden, it feels like you're—you know—when you roll the uh, windows down in the in the, the uh, in the back seat. I and do, it, it, and it, that'll happen for like thirty minutes to like an hour. You have nausea, headaches, just weird, unexplained symptoms. You don't know how you got it, and a lot of people think it's this is Russian intelligence doing this. Okay.
1: People. But so well, the- Ben terrified me, he goes, We're all gonna get Havana syndrome here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we don't have Havana syndrome. I have Cuban sandwich syndrome because I got a fat girl in the lobby. <laughs> she shows up at four o'clock in the morning, 3 mm-hmm. 30, and she gives this fake name Cameron Heron. Then they call me back. I said, I don't know who they- I am not I'm not entertaining guests. I'm asleep. I said to lot La- I go, it's 3 30 in the morning. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. I hang the phone up, I go use mm-hmm. the bathroom. They call back. They go, we're kidding. She was using a fake name. She said it was a joke. Here's her real name. I said, I don't know who this is. Mm. I don't know who this person is. I don't want her here. The next day, today, we're recording this when?
0: Today, uh, Wednesday, September 22nd.
1: Wednesday, September 22nd. So if anything happens between now and, you know, when we release this Saturday, just know that we're recording it Wednesday, you know? There's like a nuclear attack that we don't address. Mm. (laughs) it's also not as important as this to me, unless it happens to me, unless I'm vaporized, which, again, I wouldn't be able to address it anyway. (laughs) But this woman then calls back and gives her real name, and I go, I don't know her. Today, she's in the lobby again, and we're on Long Island, Mm -hmm. and I get a phone call Mm -hmm. that this woman is in the thing again. And I explain to the people at this hotel, which is the hotel that Megan and Harry stay at. It's the best Western in Times Square. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's where I stay when I come to New York. I stay at the best Western. Yeah. With Meghan and Harry. Mm -hmm. So Meghan Markle, Harry, me, the the diplomats, Mm. Havana Syndrome, (laughs) Jamie Dimon, and this fat whore (laughs) are all here together trying to just have a fucking a a souffle before the end. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's what this area of New York City is called, the Upper East Side. It's Let's do a little wine and cheese before the end. Mm -hmm. The door is slamming shut on the American century, but before it does, let's sneak a little Cabernet in there and a little cheese. That's all. That's all we're asking for, okay? No talk of revolution here. The quieted, muted tones of a group of people um, accepting the ephemeral nature of the civilization that they've built, mm. you know? With all its problems. Anyway, so this Goliath beast of a woman who, like, does yoga. Can you imagine? <laughs> Yoga's a real fat thing, isn't it? You just sit around and, like, put your leg in the air. So... And that's what it is, right? Isn't yoga you just, like, drink smoothies and I get, sit on your ass? I guess you could be really fat and it, still do it. But isn't it just learning how to fart and stuff? <laughs> I haven't really done much of it, but I imagine that's the majority of it is learning how to, like, open your body so that you can pass gas, which I imagine is what this woman does. So Piglet shows up again. I tell him, I said, beat her up. I said, I tell them on the phone, I said, hit her. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, fuck her up. Like, I hate the cops. I don't want to get the cops involved. But I'm like, you got a bunch of secret service. You got some ex-intelligence people. Just smack around. Mm-hmm. You know, put the head in the toilet. You know what I mean? Like, just p- put hands on her. Mm-hmm. I literally said to the guy, I go, why don't you put some hands on her? You do it like Casino. Open the door with her head. I had no problem bumping into my fans ever. I go, hey, what's up? Let's take a photo, whatever. Don't fucking wake me up at 4 o'clock in the morning, you fat bitch. Mm-hmm. So I said, "Listen, open the door with her head, put her head in the toilet, kick her, a couple of sh- you know, body shots to the kidneys, mm-hmm. fuck her up, mm-hmm. fuck her up." They you obviously legally can't do that. I offered to pay extra for them to rough her I said, "Ray, will you rough her up? Mm-hmm. Rough her up a little bit." But they threw her out. Took her name. She can't come in now without trespassing. Mm-hmm. But this is the level we're at now. Now I got to check in every hotel. Unregistered guest.
0: She tried to call me on Instagram. She tried
1: to call Ben. Mm-hmm. Imagine stalking Ben. <laughs> she tried to call Ben on Instagram. Mm-hmm. What do you think she would have said?
0: I don't know. She sent me a message. I was I was going to show you because hey, I saw it on, on the way over here.
1: Get the message, out.
0: Because this is interesting. She said something about you being in New York. Uh, she said I don't know why he's here. I'm going to read it exactly though, and then I'm going to. This look-
1: is this is payback because I've always said stalkers are funny because they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like whenever somebody says I'm trying to protect Taylor Swift. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, so this woman goes, "Why is he here? I don't understand what's going on."
0: And miss call, miss call on Instagram. Yeah,
1: yeah, she's a little terrifying. Mm. Why is he here? I don't understand what's going on. And it looks like I'm she said, "Here to out. punch you in the yeah. face." <laughs> That's why I'm here. But this is what's going on. We got a psychopath here. Imagine stalking me, it's the lowest level I mean, what a horror What an embarrassment (laughs) To stalk me? Stalking a podcaster? Mark Maron told us he has a stalker She just like hangs outside of his house
0: She leaves that oils on his porch
1: Yeah, and the cops go, we can't really do much Yeah, The cops said to Maron, the cops go, yeah man, she's out there He goes, I know She's out there, he goes, yeah, she's like out there Yeah, she's also literally out there But you can't do much, you don't have a lot of legal rights To stop these people Mm Mm-hmm from uh, stalking you. I just thought, because we're in a really nice hotel with a bunch of fucking spooks and, uh, you know, intel guys here that we could, you know, I don't know, give, give, give her the Havana Syndrome. Mm. <laughs> put, the, put her head in the microwave. What's the problem here? I'm paying a lot of money here. I'm paying a good amount of money. Put her head in the fucking microwave. Mm. Kick her in the ass and get her out of here. You think Sebastian Meniscalco has stalkers? Like they call him up, and they're like, "Hey, somebody here." She's like, "I am a Jesus fucker." I don't know what are you doing? What are you doing with these? I'm telling you right now, I got stalkers. Stalkers. People are trying to kill me. They people who are stalking me. They show up to my hotel. I go, "What are you doing? Are you embarrassed? They be stalking me? Are you crazy?" You're a stalker? But, you know, I mean, I think I handled it maturely. I told him, fuck her up.
0: Mm.
1: Yep. But this is a psychotic individual mm. that would send a message and say, why is he here? I don't understand what's going on. Bitch, what do you mean what's going on? I'm fucking freely traveling as a citizen of the United States of America. Mm. What do you mean what's going on? Mm. That means someone's really sick. That's a sick person. Mm. Got to keep tabs on them. I'll stalk her. <laughs> like, I'll have people stalk her, too. I got a lot of friends without jobs. They'll sit outside your house. I got a lot of people that don't have shit to do, by the way. I'll put them on a salary. They can, they can sit around and ask ask you why you go where you go. But it's one of those things when you get known a little bit, you, you're going to every now and then get a psycho. Yeah. You know,
0: the uh, I don't understand what's going on. It's almost like, oh, but Tim isn't um, continuing on with the plan. He's not supposed to be here right now. Almost almost like in her head, like she's like, he's not supposed to be here. He's supposed to be in X, Y or Z, fulfilling the prophecy of of whatever, like almost a QAnon type thing. Like, why would she say, "I, I don't understand what's going on?
1: Well, because sometimes in these people's heads, they're in like some type of relationship with you. Uh, that they, they don't understand that you do a show that they listen to. They think you're literally talking to them. And now, bitch, I am. But they think I'm I'm literally talking to them. I will go down to the Bronx right now and spread a lot of money around. I will have teenagers stomp you out in front of your apartment. You understand? Break your ribcage. This is not about violence against women. It's about violence against woman. W-M-A-N. Specific. Mm. Uh, but no, maybe they, these people are in a relationship with you in their mind, Do they think, they think there's layers to some. I, I don't understand, but mm-hmm. it's insanely inappropriate to show up at somebody's hotel room and demand to to to, to see them at three thirty in the morning. And you told your wife, Ben's wife is all spooked.
0: Yeah, yeah, she, she was, was scared. scared.
1: She was a little scared. She was she she was she was scared that the woman wasn't going to kill me. <laughs> she was scared that the woman was thrown out. Then now that's another plan that she's hatched. It's not going to go anywhere. (laughs) They know they're in the will now, so everything's like, you know. Well, listen, I mean, you know, this is part of what we're going to have to deal with, I guess, as the show gets more popular. People are, why are you looking disturbed? What are you looking at?
0: Uh, I'm seeing the previous message she sent me. What is it? It says, hey, Polly. I hope you're well. Since you chuds don't watch makeup tutorials... Here, it's the same as my conspiracy or scandal. Follow the money. Here's a link to the evolution of Morphe. Has been linked to everyone in the beauty community who has had controversy the last two years.
1: Yeah, Morphe is like some. Uh, it's a, like a makeup brand that was involved with James Charles.
0: Yeah, that's what it seems. Yeah, this chick's takes on Dobrik are quite good too. So, and she calls me called me Polly for some reason.
1: Yeah. Is there any chance this is Gabby Petito? <laughs> Would Gabby Petito fake her own death, gain weight, and then stalk me? We covered the whole Gabby Petito thing on Patreon. I will say this. Uh, I'll address the tweet that people are getting angry about. Uh, Don't go to national parks, which I think is... uh, Mm. I think that's... And people go, no, you're unhealthy and fat, and that's why you don't like national parks. You go, no, I'm not a murderer. Mm. That's why I don't like them. Uh, They seem to be frequented by uh, killers, Lots of people that murder other people hang out there. Um, a lot of people disappear in national parks. I had somebody on the Patreon uh, who wrote an entire book about it.
0: John Billman.
1: Yeah. And what is the book called?
0: Uh, let me pull that up.
1: I love how he has the name of the guy, but not the name of the book. You would think, I thought for a minute he pulled up the name of the book, but he somehow has the name of the guy and not the name of the book. It's like an amazing... Well, hey, any any problems with the episode, it's, it's Havana Syndrome. <laughs> the cold vanish. The cold vanish. Yeah. People go out for like a light jog, mm-hmm. and they're gone. Gone. And then, you know, you could keep blaming mountain lions and bears, but let's be honest. I think there's something else going on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, and I don't want to find out. I'm just saying it's not exactly the, uh, you know safest place to be. And people were like, you're victim blaming, you're trying to make a joke out of this. And I'm like, you know, hey, do we need a trial? Yes. We explain it on the bonus episode. We need a trial Mm. to get us out of where we're at with COVID. Everything, people are still talking about TikTok. It's like, that should be over already. COVID should be over already. We're living in a hangover right now of, of news that should be over. This should have been flushed down the toilet already. Yeah. The old turlet. But we're just circling the drain here, mm. and we need a, an O.J. Simpson style. It'll never be O.J., but something good, juicy, that we could sink our teeth into to help us get over this hump. What is going on in Texas
0: Uh, Well, so right now in Del Rio is a city where a lot of- Where is Del Rio? Del Rio- Is is
1: that where Joe Rogan is building a new comedy club?
0: (laughs) It's it's somewhat far away from Austin, probably about four or five hours. Is
1: it not in Del Rio? (laughs) Aren't we all building a new comedy scene in Del Rio or no?
0: No, no. So
1: what's going on there?
0: So we got Haitian migrants that are moving from Central and South America- To
1: do comedy. (laughs) Yes?
0: Perhaps. Okay. Perhaps. I don't know what their dreams are. Have they heard? Because we put up that bat signal. Go on. So a lot of them... You remember in 2010, you remember the massive earthquake in Haiti. Do not. Uh, There was the one that pretty much decimated it I don't remember.
1: And it's not because it didn't affect me and and I'm a a fucking piece of shit white guy. It's because of Havana syndrome. (laughs) So although I am usually... Paying very close mm. attention to the tragedies of the world, mm. Havana Syndrome. Mm. So there was an earthquake in Haiti, two thousand. I do remember that a little. Yeah. It's a little bit of the. I get it. It's coming through the haze.
0: It was really. It was a really bad one.
1: I believe really you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, Patrice had that bit about it. When people see disaster, they yeah, yeah. Yes, trick so uh, it off. Yeah, Brilliant. Yeah. Yes. So um, so a lot of these you know Haitian people came over to south america and central america and now they're making their way up through del rio a lot of people think it's from the recent it one it took 10 in Haiti. Years? well no they've just been down there and there's there's been rumors through like social media that they were letting people in through del rio for whatever reason and so now they're all coming in through that city gotcha and that that, that the border wall was supposedly down and then governor abbott declared a state of emergency and everybody's just kind of losing their mind mo- we were watching he tucker a last night. he is in a wheelchair
1: who's taking him seriously how did he lose his legs?
0: He was going for a jog after a storm. The guy's tree in someone's yard fell on him and paralyzed him and he like sued and then he gets money every month for I feel
1: like this is a lie. But whatever. God bless <laughs> the governor of Texas. Now the the Haitian migrants mm-hmm. are why they're under a bridge. And then the state of Texas has sent people out on horseback.
0: That's what I've seen, yeah. Yeah,
1: which is, it's not a phenomenal look.
0: Yeah, they're using reins like whips to round up Haitian immigrants. Yeah, but they're
1: not really using the whips. They're, they're, they're using the reins on the horses. The way the photos are taken... I
0: see, I see. It I looks see. like
1: they're lassoing the migrants. Mm-hmm. But we gotta, can we not, with the horses for a minute, can we just... <laughs> I understand that we they always want to bring the horses out in Texas mm. for crowd control but it you know it does look a little bad in the photos right
0: yeah it doesn't look good it
1: looks a little django unchained so why don't we just you know I don't know let's just but I guess the horses are in their minds they're saying it's necessary it's mm. good for crowd control. Mm. None of the migrants have had COVID tests, so they want to be, you know... I guess if you're on a horse, you're kind of six feet away.
0: Yeah, that's true. Right? There are, like, supposedly reports of ten to 15,000 people. This is a lot of people.
1: It's a lot of people in Del Rio. Mm-hmm. And they're here, and the debate is the same debate that we that's been going on for a very long time. Mm-hmm. How many immigrants... Can America absorb? What does an American citizen owe to people coming over the border? Mm -hmm. And how can you maintain a society with all of these questions? This is, you know, the same debate and the same argument that we've been having and which would make, you know, if we weren't doing all these things around the world that created the conditions for a lot of this migration, mm-hmm. like if we weren't, you know, when people get mad at the Afghan migrant, they're like, well, now they're going to come here. Well, Well, yeah, because we spent 20 years there. Mm-hmm. But if we weren't doing those things, it would be more clear, like this debate, But we've been going all over the world, overthrowing governments, creating chaos, Mm -hmm. and creating situations where you have refugees Mm -hmm. that are then flooding into Europe, the UK, and in the US. It doesn't mean that the people that are concerned about immigration are wrong. I think those concerns are valid. I don't think they're racist. I don't think they're xenophobic. I don't think... Certainly some of them are, right? But I think the, the main concern of how many immigrants can a country absorb and at what pace is largely economic. And that's really always been the case. To have these, you know, uh, immovable opinions on these things, like AOC seems to have, or some people on the right seem to have, don't make any sense to me. There are periods of time when you need more immigrants to come in. And then there are periods of time one might argue a pandemic skyrocketing wealth inequality uh, lots of issues already a fair amount of immigrants in the country already that haven't been legalized um, that during a period like this period you may not need as many mm. or you may want to hold off bringing more in until you figured what's going on or you figured out what's a, a, a fair process to bring people in mm-hmm. But just making that point Has already made me a Nazi mm-hmm. In the in the eyes of somebody who says No, no human is illegal Borders are inherently racist mm-hmm. We cannot have a country uh, America as a country is racist We should give it back to the Native Americans We're all on stolen land And you go, oh, what does this mean what is the plan? How does all of this work? And then they go, I'm just going to watch the Met Gala. <laughs> and you go, but you just said a lot that we're on stolen land and we got to give the country back, but who gives it back first? And they go, I'm going to now tweet about the Real Housewives for an hour. <laughs> you go, but wait a minute. What about the country and the stolen land? So you're on stolen land tweeting about the Real Housewives? Nobody's serious about any of this. <laughs> we... Uh, Mullen said once, "You know, all these politics are—it's it, it, all aesthetic, it's all optics, it's how I look to the rest of the world." Mm-hmm. But nobody's serious about any of these things. Just like I don't—I don't know how many people are serious about saying we should never have another immigrant come into America again. Mm. That's not realistic either, right? Especially when you have all these baby boomers retire, and you're going to need immigrants to come in uh, and be in fields like healthcare. That's going to be a booming and rapidly exposing industry. Uh, A rapidly expanding industry and exposing industry, probably, (laughs) because a lot of those nursing homes will need to be exposed for like beating and robbing the boomers, but this time they'll deserve it. (laughs) I will put my parents in a nursing home where I know they're going to get roughed up and stolen from but that's where we're at here but it's the inability to have a logical discussion about any of this that's just why you you know you know you kind of have to put your head in the sand here but i mean just i would say just you know maybe you know uh, not with the horses that's all it shouldn't look like a scene out of a movie try i mean there's got to be someone in texas that had to make that point go hey man if we go out there with horses i mean you know what you know what this is going to look like what? Well, they're Haitian, and we're going to ride in there on horses. You see? No. You remember that period of time <laughs> when black people were enslaved? Yeah. Those was like a thousand years. Well, and it wasn't. But a lot of the imagery from uh, today's events may make people think of that time. I guess that conversation was not had. Mm. I guess nobody had that discussion. You know?
0: Well, Abbott remedied it, it looked like, because he just put a wall of cars uh, right there on the border. That's all he did. He just parked a bunch of cars. That's good.
1: What is that going to do?
0: Texas Governor Abbott creates steel barrier of vehicles to block migrants from entering U.S. That's
1: right. American muscle cars, baby. Yeah. That's all American cars are good for is just to block (laughs) immigrants from coming in. You know? We finally found a use for American autos. We just put them on on the wall. I mean, if there was a better way, because then the people that are all pro-immigration are like, no one should ever have to assimilate. Or learn English. And then you go, well, how do they get jobs?
0: Mm.
1: How are they going to get jobs? How are they going to work? How does this all work? Nobody has any interest in the practical applications of any of their Housing. ideas. Yeah, no, 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 no no one has any interest in taking it. It's all just about the perfectly crafted opinion, mm. the perfectly crafted take, hot take economy, mm. send it out there in a tweet, and then we'll go watch. Uh, you know, All these uh, morons are at the Emmys. Right that are all offended by this. They're at the Emmys. What do they imagine that does for any of these people, by the way? All these people that just got here from Haiti, what do you imagine you walking around a ballroom in a gown and getting a trophy for your work on hacks or Ted Lasso does for these people that are living under a bridge? Because they really believe, they believe when they give these speeches that like the people in Haiti want to be on Ted Lasso or whatever show. I don't even know what shows are on anymore. I, I don't just, either. I'm, I just I don't I'm even. am googling know. it right now to like. See, I don't even know dude. what shows are.
0: <laughs> I have the full list of winners here.
1: Hacks right?
0: Uh, you got uh, yeah, Ted Lasso, which led all comedies with twenty nominations. Wow, they really sweep. Yeah. You got a on the drama side. You got the Crown, yeah. Uh, the Mayor of East Town,
1: Mayor of East Town, yeah. Well, that's what these people think. They think that people under the bridge, because uh, when they when they're like when they're like, you know, speaking into the camera after they've won the award, they're like, you know, this is for everybody out there whose dream it is to make art. Mm. I'm telling you, never give up. They think they're talking to the people in Del Rio under the bridge (laughs) that came here to be on Mayor of Easttown. Uh. They think they've come here to be on the crown. I don't, you know, listen, we're past solutions in this country, you know. We're still looking for solutions. I don't know what to tell you. Poor Colin Quinn just got COVID again, vaccinated, Mm -hmm. had it.
0: No symptoms. No symptoms. No
1: symptoms. But you know, he tweeted out he's like everyone that was around me at the cellar. I mean, here's the thing, man. If we're gonna have all these cases where nobody has any symptoms, maybe we should just stop keeping track of cases mm. and start keeping track of hospitalizations only. Mm. Michael Tracy's running around to all these different colleges because they're just shutting down colleges now, and Michael Tracy has become like this interesting kind of version of Nelk. <laughs> he's like he's going around from college to college, just like. Trying to defend these kids' right to party and fuck. Mm. Whereas like colleges now, like they don't allow they don't really allow you to congregate in the manner that you would have been allowed to do pre-pandemic. Although, even though a lot of their populations are like 98% vaccinated. Mm. So Michael Tracy has just been like leading the charge, trying to liberate college students from the draconian COVID measures that are... And they're in certain parts. It's a lot of, like, Ivy League schools. I don't think the Southern schools care. Mm. But I think it's a lot of Ivies, a lot of Northeastern schools.
0: Yeah, he Michael was in Connecticut specifically. Yeah.
1: yeah. Schools on the West Coast. I know some people that go to schools that are like, we've not had any... Uh, I mean, I've not worn a mask in New York, but we were asked for proof of vaccination getting a piece of pizza in Staten Mm. Island, Mm. which was weird. Because you figure Staten Island, Trump country, Mm. back to blue, but they're like, yeah, show us that vax. Which means that a lot of these people are going to get ratted out. They're going to get fined. There's probably a sizable hefty fine That they'll get, because nobody's heart's in it, you Mm -hmm. can tell, as it shouldn't be. But like every other bureaucratic thing, there's a fine coming down. Yeah. Like, I remember when they just banned cigarettes. And, like, they would be like, all right, you can't really, hey, you can't smoke (laughs) here. But it'd be like a guy telling you that who, like, really, his heart was not in it. He was just like wanting to s- smoke himself. And he's like, Yeah, they, sh- you know, you can't smoke here. You he used to be able to just smoke anywhere you wanted. I mean, not anywhere, but in every bar. When did they ban smoking in New York? Let me see. When I was growing up, restaurants had smoking sections. I mean, which is unfathomable to me now because.
0: Wow, 2002, that recent, huh? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize No, that. I
1: mean, restaurants had smoking sections when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. It's wild to think about. Yeah, that is. Because the smell of cigarettes, by the way, is so strong. And it used to just everything would smell like that. Mm-hmm. Airports, people would smoke in planes. And now nothing smells like cigarettes. Every now and then you smell a cigarette as you walk down the street and you go, oh. Mm. But nothing smells like cigarettes. But for decades, everything smelled like cigarettes.
0: It looks like New York was one of the last to do it because Texas was 75. That's why I never saw it growing up at all. Texas banned cigarettes when? 1975, smoking in- indoors and all that Why? Stuff. Uh, 1975, Texas first enacted legislation restricting smoking in public places, including primary, secondary schools, elevators, theaters, movie houses, pretty much everywhere. I thought they were a the free state. That's what I thought too. Wow. <clears throat> but New York, 2002, baby.
1: Well, New York used to be a wild city. Mm-hmm. Interesting. See, that, that flies in the face of everything that everyone believes about New York versus Texas. Mm. That, like, New York is this city of liberal pussies, and Texas is, like, the city of, like, hey, man, grab life by the balls, mm-hmm. see what happens. But Texas in 1975 is, like, do not light up inside. In 1975...
0: Yeah, it's wild, huh?
1: But, yeah, it's really wild.
0: I think everyone was dying back then in Texas from, like, you know, they called Marlboro Reds cowboy killers. Yeah. Because cowboys would just smoke them on down. So maybe there was more death? I don't know.
1: You're allowed to smoke in Texas now if you're, if you're pregnant, but you have, to, <laughs> you have to carry the baby to term. And low birth weight and whatever, yeah. but you gotta—you yeah. <laughs> can smoke if you're pregnant, but not if you—if you go if you're gonna abort the fetus, mm-hmm. that can't—that can't happen. I love it. We're being stalked by by a fucking lunatic. <laughs> we should send her to Del Rio. Introduce the Haitians to her. Be like, are you sure you really want to come here? you got to realize people come to this country are desperate. They're desperate. Yeah. yeah. This is not a really great place to come right now. Truly. You've got to be desperate. Yeah. You can't have any other options. If Sweden would take you, you'd be an idiot to come here. Mm-hmm. How stupid would you have to be if, like, Norway or Denmark would take you? And you go, nah, I want to go to America. Mm-hmm. That would be crazy. You know? I told Ray I'm like maybe the moves to just get a buy a house in another country. That might be the move to just have another place outside of America. Mm. You know, just to see like if things go real bad here. Mm. I mean, if things go bad here, they'll probably go bad everywhere. But I could live in a fishing village in like Sweden. Yeah. You know? That would be fine. Yeah. Where were we? uh, Right before we came here, we were in. um, What is that thing? My, it's now off the internet, right? That what is that article about San Antonio? It's it's a lie. It says I was banned from Corpus Christi, not San Antonio.
0: Oh, um, because I made Corpus Christi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me pull that up.
1: This is not true. This is from a news site that's like fake. And my agents were all like worried about it because they thought that I was like banned from Corpus Christi, yeah. which is one of the worst cities in America.
0: Comedian Tim Dillon banned from Corpus Christi, Texas, after disrespecting Selena,
1: which I didn't do. Yeah, I made a joke about it on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and then get they- over
1: hey 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 Corpus Christi with Selena, get over it. Hey 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 John Lennon, get over it. <laughs> Same thing, stop. Strumming your guitar outside of the Dakota on the anniversary of his death. Move on. Is that okay? Is that equal enough for everyone? I think John Lennon probably was more musically talented than Selena. Am I allowed to say that? Although she was really good.
0: Yeah, but this this article saying the mayor banned you from the city. It's which a joke. Can't be true. Either. The
1: article, it's all at the website. It's a joke. Yeah,
0: it's it's dumb. Yeah.
1: It's like, like a fun joke. Yeah. I don't think they have a mayor. I don't think Corpus Christi, Texas has a mayor. Who's the mayor, Selena's Ghost? Selena's Ghost sits on the the council there and has a vote. Who's the mayor, the woman who killed her? There is no mayor, please. I'm never going back to Corpus Christi in my life, sorry. I'm not, I'm not gonna. Yeah, Life is really too short. Yeah, it's bad. It made me think, it made me go, man, Austin, what a place. Mm -hmm. What a fucking awesome place. But you know, of course, my agents and everybody's nervous. They're like, were you banned from a city? Stop. (laughs) You please grow up. These are not the brightest people in the entertainment business, by the way. I hope I'm not surprising anybody, but they're not exactly well-read. This is not exactly... I've said it before the people that become agents, for the most part, are the black sheep of wealthy families. Mm-hmm. Their brothers and sisters have accomplished things. They work at Goldman Sachs. They're a surgeon at Johns Hopkins. They work in finance at a high level. You know, they're in academia. These people are selling clowns, you know? You know? They're routing a tour for some 16-year-old TikToker. It's a, it's, you know, it's not a prestige position anymore. It's been a long time since Ari Gold and Entourage, right? Mm-hmm. Remember that? Oh yeah. A long way. There's about four of those guys. There's about four people in the business left that are like Ari Gold, and the rest of them are like shot. Truly. The rest of them are like fucked you know i mean there's not a ton of those like high powered fuck you agents slick back hair quick quick fun sharp mm-hmm. hopping out of a fucking Porsche like fuck you my client you know they're terrified they're just scared now they're yes. now they're quivering they're you know they're like oh my god did did my client say something to a woman at 711 is it on Is it on video? Fuck! Are we fucked? Who did he rape? (laughs) Who? What happened? Second year of college. What? What happened? Who do they got? All these guys now are just—they're just terrified. Mm. So that you know, that would have been a great season of Entourage if Ari Gold just had to kept dealing with like the Me Too's Mm. from Vince and everyone else. Like that was the entire season. Ari Gold's like, wait a minute, she was drunk. Vinny, 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 listen, listen. Sophomore year, Queens College. You were at a party. (laughs) You remember this? She was drunk. Vinny, Vinny, I need you to, listen, I know you're having fun. I need you to walk out onto the balcony. You need to hear me right now. We got a big fucking problem. Vinny, I I need you to hear me right now. We got a big fucking problem. There's an article coming out tomorrow, okay? Do you know what date rape is? I'll tell you what it is. It means you're not an Aquaman 4. That's what it fucking means, okay? Jesus fucking Christ, it doesn't matter about facts, Vinny. Jesus, do you know what trauma is, repressed trauma? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It means that even though she didn't feel like that at the time, she felt like that a decade fucking later. Did you keep up with her? You gotta send these some fucking bitches a text. Fuck. Who was his assistant, Lloyd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lloyd! Do we have a mole at the LA Times? Jesus fucking Christ. It's just the Me Too season of Entourage. Yeah, yeah. That made Hollywood look so much fun. Yeah. One guy, one guy gets famous. He brings his three friends along. And that that is part of the Hollywood now. It's just, it's really the majority of that is that's what the t- t- TikTok young social media kids do. Mm-hmm. Somebody gets famous, they live in a house with a bunch of their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, they all throw a lot of parties, they make a good amount of money, and uh, it, it, then it should end. And it should be over already, but, you know, they're still hanging on to that. They're still hanging, like the D'Amelio should not have a show. Mm-mm. It should We should be nearing the end of that act, but nothing ends. So now we're just dragging everything out. You see the dances now. These kids are like in their mid-20s. They're not even into it now. Like the dancers on TikTok, they, they're starting to like. They look old. Some of these children. I'm like, they're starting to look like they're like, like adults.
0: Yeah, like they have to stretch before they go into.
1: Yeah, it. they look like they're like, they're like dealing with problems. I'm like, this this isn't fun anymore. It's not fun anymore. It's now their job, and they're just doing it. And you go, just shut this thing down. Just shut this thing down, please. They did it with the other one. They did it with Vine. Just shut. Just shut it down. Shut it down. Send these kids back to school. Mask them up, and I don't know what they're doing. Make them do live shooter drills. <laughs> they need to be in school doing live shooter drills. By the way, I love all the people that want you know want their kids in school, and they're like these. They they shouldn't be learning at home. They need to be in school with their friends doing live shooter drills. <laughs> they need to be in school and they need to be practicing what happens when someone comes in here with a gun. Do you know how much we're, the experiences we're robbing these kids of not being in school, learning how to survive a violent attack by a, by a maladjusted, <laughs> unmedicated, heavily armed member of their class? You can't get that on Zoom. You can't get those experiences on Zoom. They'll never have that year of their life back. What if Parkland was on Zoom? (laughs) They never would have had those experiences. Do you know what kind of bond that fostered? None of those kids will ever forget that year. And it wouldn't have happened if they were on Zoom. It wouldn't have happened. I want to be a parent who goes to one of these uh, school things and makes that Uh point. They need to be in-person learning Uh so that they can learn how to defend themselves and each other (laughs) from their fellow classmates, who we have driven insane with a steady diet of fast food, no attention, horrible, violent entertainment, and we have also armed... And and our children need to learn how to defend themselves from that inevitable, nightmarish situation that is all too common (laughs) that cannot happen on Zoom. I'm sorry. I feel better as a parent knowing my children are in school safely learning how to deal with an active shooter situation that will happen because of the society that we've set up. It seems... Pretty inevitable. How many school shootings have we had since we've gone back to school, by the way?
0: Well, did you just you see that 13 and 14 year old were planning like a Columbine?
1: Yeah, what were they doing over in Florida?
0: Yeah, they were in a Florida middle school and they were two hours away from Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. Uh, so I think they were
1: inspired by it. but By uh, Parkland? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and these were like kids. They're like baby faced, chubby, fat little kids. 13 year old kid, yeah. And they're planning a massacre. Massacre, absolutely. What's massacre. going on with the society? Hopefully these Haitians get to have that experience. We're like, right. their children at 13 are planning a, a massacre.
0: So it looks like these kids were basically extensively studying the Columbine shooting the investigators found. They found knives, guns. They were learning how to purchase firearms on the black market and how to construct pipe bombs. Hmm.
1: They're 13. They were purchasing firearms on the black market.
0: Yeah. And probably instructional articles like That's on the dark web. That's never something too. you
1: want to hear. How's your son? Well, um, to be honest, he was purchasing firearms <laughs> on the black market and trying to learn how to make pipe bombs. You know, that's not good, right? I'm not a parent, but I'm guessing that that's not good. Mm. Now, what happens to these kids?
0: Uh it says here that um, they were, they uh, the the authorities, the two students are well known to the authorities. Deputies having visited their homes nearly 80 times combined, both boys met the criteria for evaluations at a mental health facility and were assessed before being detained. So they're, I, I guess, detained, but, you know, not in, you know, prison. They've been to
1: their homes 80 times That's what combined. it says, yeah.
0: Very thorough here.
1: Man, 80 times, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm betting these kids are a real problem.
0: Yeah, this seems like they were really going to go like
1: all out here. Maybe. I mean, at a certain point, if the cops have been to their houses a combined 80 times, should the cops just kill them? <laughs> like, literally. And I'm I'm not trying to be insensitive, but if you're buying, like, trying to get pipe bombs at 13, I don't want to see what 19 is. So why don't we just kill them like we killed that witness in the, uh, the Dokar Zarnaev case, Tamerlan Zarnayev, the mm-hmm. Boston uh, bomber. Mm-hmm. The FBI invented a reason to whack that guy, even though like, you know, four to six FBI agents went to go interview him. Supposedly he was some kind of threat. So they just shot him. Why don't they just get rid of those kids?
0: Oh, supposedly these kids were also recruiting others to participate.
1: Wow. Well, that'll teach you a lesson. You always got to keep it small.
0: They're spending twenty-one days in secure juvenile detention.
1: Well, that'll help. You got to kill them, truly. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's. What do you? I'm not, I'm not kidding. What are you going to do with them? They're going to be a nightmare their entire lives. You have to kill those kids. <laughs> you got to do. Right? You have to execute both of those kids. <laughs> There's absolutely no way they're going to come out. There's never, ever a story where was like, yeah, I was building pipe bombs and getting weapons off the dark web at 13. But now, you know, I'm just a really excited uh, barista. (laughs) I just have a zest for life and I love making the coffee. I I mean, I think maybe they're too far gone. Kill them. I understand that there's redemption arcs in people's lives. I've had one Mm -hmm. to a degree. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, these things are impossible. I'm saying it's a real steep hill to climb from pipe bombs at 13 to any, you know, to being a productive member of society. Kill the kids. Their names are uh, Pruitt and Bird. Jesus Christ, kill them. I mean, kill them now. Why can't cops have ever killed people that need to be killed? Pruitt and Bird they should be publicly hung. <laughs> Their little fat legs kicking out. We 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 have to. Pruitt and Bird?
0: Yeah, they knew where the gas lines were to the school and everything. They really were just going to take the whole thing down. Kill
1: them. Kill them. Say it was uh I don't know. Do what you always do. Say they came at you. <laughs> what about what about their parents? Any quote from Pruitt and Bird's uh parents on this?
0: No, they've they've uh, stayed out of the media on this one it seems.
1: I'm guessing and I don't know, but I bet they're not from a great home.
0: I can only see the backs of them here.
1: Who, the children? Yeah, 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 here. Let me see these fucking monsters dude yeah i mean and they're just friends these kids right they're they're like they're not brothers they're like just friends just
0: friends supposedly i think bird was the mastermind here or maybe pruitt let me see yeah bird's the mastermind he's the older one he's 14 don't
1: you think anybody at pruitt's house goes you cannot hang out with bird anymore why? I don't know. The cops were here like 60 times. Don't you think around number 20, when the cops come to talk to you about your kid, you should just not allow them to do whatever they're doing? <laughs> hey, we're back again. All right. Sorry. Pruitt, get in here. You can't go to birds anymore. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but the cops are here. This is the 28th time they're fucking here, Pruitt. And they're saying you're trying to get pipe bombs, you little freak. Jesus.
0: There were plenty of warning signs in this case. Deputies were called to the home of 13-year-old Connor Pruitt 60 times, nearly 20 times to the home of 14-year-old Philip Bird. which has many asking, should parents be held accountable if their children plan something? Kill
1: them now. Do not waste time for Christ. I do not understand why we cannot execute children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They'll do it in Texas, right? Yeah, I'd, oh yeah. Oh they yeah. should. Oh yeah. Well, they're 13 and 14, and they, they are responsible for their actions. I would put them both in little electric chairs <laughs> and cook them. Put them on death row and cook them. Cook those kids. Zap them. They're not gonna listen. This is an uncomfortable truth that many people listening to the show are probably not happy about. If the cops have come to your house sixty times about your kid, Mm -hmm. you you fucked up. I don't know what you did, (laughs) but the kid's bad. Bad news. There's nobody that comes out of that and becomes, like, something, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's not like one day Bird is going to start dating Greta Thunberg and doing, uh, you know, carbon emissions speeches. He's in trouble. Mm -hmm. I'd love to see the look on their little faces when a judge sentences them both to death by electric chair. Put them in old Sparky and cook them. How about that? That's my position. And cook my stalker, too. Put her in old Sparky. Get her a bigger chair, that fat lump. And don't try to kill me. I don't think anyone's going to care. They won't. Trust me. So it looks like um,
0: people have signed a... Uh says here that there's a petition created by the parent of the children in the school district of Lee County it is close to 2,800 signatures as of Saturday morning. It calls for the 13 and 14 year old boys who are arrested September 9th uh, to be kept out of the schools and suggest they be homeschooled.
1: I think home is the problem. School is also not good. Kill them. <laughs> the problem isn't where they are physically. The problem is that they exist on Earth. Kill them. Truly. You want them at home? Homeschooling is not an option here. Right. They've been homeschooling themselves in fucking guerrilla warfare. Lethal injection, if you want to be kind. You don't have to use old Sparky. Hit him with the needle. <laughs> get it over with. Truly. There should be a program that kills children. And we none of us should have a problem with it. I don't have any problem with it. I have. I will sleep beautifully in this lovely bed I'm in tonight, knowing that those two kids were held down while they were screaming, probably, and tied to a thing. And if you've ever seen Dead Man Walking, yes, then they're put up like Christ yeah. with their with their arms out on either side, mm-hmm. and they said, "Do you have any last words?" And they go, "Oh, don't kill me." And you go, "Yeah, well, whatever." And then put the needle in. And then you see their foot kicking, and then Uh, it stops kicking. I will sleep so soundly, knowing that they've been tied up and executed. You know what I hate here? That they're using that Sir Kensington's ketchup. I don't like that. I like Heinz. Mm,
0: I like Sir Kensington's mustard. Shut
1: up. The ketchup, (laughs) that fancy ketchup is stupid. Yeah. And Heinz out of a glass bottle is still the standard. Yes, But kill those kids. Patreon this week is very funny with uh, Gabby. Is there any new information on that before we wrap this up?
0: The only thing I've seen is they're just searching that... Um,
1: Brian Laundrie's still gone, huh?
0: Yeah, they, uh, I, I saw they had called off the search, and I thought, I thought they gave up, but it was just for today. That, that's all it was. They're, they're looking around in that park for him. Search for Gabby Petito's fiancé, Brian Laundry ends for the day at Florida Nature Reserve. So they're just sort of digging around there.
1: They're like, everybody, the search is over, but enjoy the grounds. <laughs> you know? We're stopping the search, but we're, we're having a dinner.
0: When do they give up? Because this is the fourth day now. They've searched all day in their, in their thing. Well, no,
1: it's a manhunt. Right. I mean, they give up when they find them. I don't know how long that particular search of the park will go on. I think he's probably not in the park.
0: Yeah, at this point, he's probably not I there, think his right?
1: family... Well, here's the deal, right? If the guy uses a credit or debit card, he's caught. Right. How much cash could he have? Right. Who's giving him money? How's he living? Probably family. Mm-hmm. Someone is helping him out. He can't hold out for that much longer. Mm-hmm. Pruitt, Bird, <laughs> listen... I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but they're going to cook y'all at the end of this month. They're going to cook both of y'all in that electric chair. Scare kids. That would scare kids, right? Wouldn't it scare kids if you cooked them? Sometimes you got to think about what's good for society. And what's good for society, I believe, is executing these children without a trial. What about a firing squad? Oh, Nice. Like a firing squad where they were both, you know, next to each other. And no blindfolds. I want them to see it. And we just go at them. I mean, folks, if you're unwilling to murder two children to make a point, I don't know why you even pay taxes in this country. What do you think those taxes are going to? We kill children all over the world. Why can't we kill our own? It's a great point. It's a phenomenal point. It's hard to argue. It's the yeah, only point. Yeah. <laughs> Why we keep killing poor kids playing soccer in Pakistan? Let's kill these two fat fucks trying to murder everybody. Drone strike their fucking houses. TimDillonComedy.com <laughs> for all the live shows coming up. Uh, if you enjoy the comedic stylings of what I do... You'll love it live. We're on a theater tour with Sam Talent. Ben Avery will be on most of the dates, and it will be a uh, joyous occasion (laughs) filled with love. I will not talk about the children uh, being electrocuted Mm -hmm. uh, at the shows a lot. (laughs) I will mention it. I might mention it as a good idea. Um, don't stalk your favorite comedians and podcasters and show up at their hotels. It's not right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we've been having a lot of fun. And, you know, the audio only episodes, we, we always try to get to a studio. Uh, we have a studio in LA that we're trying to, we haven't found one quite yet, but we have one that we use temporarily. Mm-hmm. Have we made any headway on the studio front?
0: Yes, yes. I'll be looking at some stuff in two days via computer, not in person. That's fine. Yeah.
1: And he's going to send you this? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Our guy that we got through business, Jason.
1: Our business manager.
0: Oh, and a couple of things, a couple of housekeeping things. Uh, you added uh, extra shows in a couple of cities.
1: Yes, we've added extra shows in a couple of cities.
0: Atlanta, Sacramento, and the other one was Atlantic City. So, just so people know. Oh, and uh, Pittsburgh, a late show was added.
1: We've added late shows in Pittsburgh, Sacramento, Atlantic City, and Atlanta. Keep buying uh, tickets if you like. We appreciate it. Um, We're going to have fun. And kill your kids. Mm -hmm. If you have to. Mm -hmm. But if you don't, you don't. You know? Anything else that we need to uh, maybe subscribe to the YouTube channel? Yeah. Let's try to push our subscribers and, over 400,000. And
0: turn the notifications on. I know, like, you guys still message me. It doesn't work or whatever, but turn the notifications on. Subscribe. Yeah. It works for some people, but, you know.
1: They don't. They're not, you know. We can't get anything going on over there.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: We're making no money over there.
0: They haven't given us a green dollar in months, man.
1: Yeah. Well, this is what happens when you advocate <laughs> killing children but i dare listen to this and and you know be like no it's they're just we need to do more for them mm. no we don't no we don't well no we need to you like listen to them and hear them and no they might just be bad they may just be bad you know mm. like you know, it'd be funny, we saw Jamie Diamond, he was having dinner outside, I wanted to go up to him and be like, my debit card, <laughs> the strip, like the strip on it doesn't, have you seen this? Like, you know, you're sitting there with mm-hmm. like, some other like, really rich guy and his wife, and I just wanted to go there and go, do you, do you replace these with, with the, you see the strip, I don't get it. <laughs> I go, the chip takes longer. Like, inserting the chip takes long... It's not quicker. Uh I understand it helps protect against identity theft. Anyway, identity theft. What's going on there? Is that the Russians? (laughs) It would be kind of interesting to just go up to him.
0: Yeah, just start talking about, like, getting a
1: loan for something. Can I get a a loan? I'm trying to make a movie. (laughs) I want to make a movie. Can I... Can I get a loan to make a movie from you, Jamie Diamond? How funny would it be like, if I was dressed in a suit and I just went up to him and I was like, it's good to see you again. Hey, Jamie, it's good to see you again. Mm. You wonder if a guy like that would just go like, would he be like, trying to play? He'd be like, okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's met so many people. Yeah, I don't know what he'd, how he'd play it. I don't know how he'd react. He seems pretty sure. cold. CEO Chase? No. <laughs> I don't think so. I bet he's a cauldron of warmth. <laughs> I bet he's just a, a fireplace in a, on a cold day. CEO Chase. <laughs> no, he's cold. He did seem very cold. He seemed like stone. Yeah. 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 That's how they all seem.
0: Yeah, the wife seemed like she didn't wasn't allowed to like make eye contact with them.
1: She they're not even at the table anymore there. They're the 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 relationships at that level are I mean the rich like that are a different species. People don't understand that they're a different species. They they don't have the emotions that we have. Mm. You can't because then you end up not being rich. Right. Um They just really are cold, like kind of waspy. Just whatever you're feeling, just kill it. Mm -hmm. Keep it down. Take a gulp of wine, a couple of Zannies, a little Valium. Whatever you need to just kill that emotion, do it. You know? She's just sitting there eating, you know? They're playing the big game. They're in the big game, those people. Yeah, they are. You know? They're just sitting there and, you know.
0: Not eating great food.
1: No, the food where he was was okay. It's not great. It's just, it's in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. It's a restaurant that a lot of their friends go to. Mm -hmm. And it's in the neighborhood. It's in the hood. And it just has that reputation of. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not going to mention. I don't want to get in trouble here. I'm not going to mention the name of the. Can I mention the name of the restaurant? I don't see why not. San Ambrose. It's a. Uh, it's. Uh, it's a place where people in the Upper East Side, you know, like you know, it's like young moms like bring their kids and they, they the prep school kids they have like gelato, mm. and then you know the women go there too. And they like split a salad, and they you know have like four glasses of Chardonnay, and you know, a couple of pills, and go home to their loveless marriages. But he was outside in these, you know, horrific like horse stalls that people in New York are eating in, mm-hmm. and the food is not great there. But it's you know a place where they, you know, it's kind of like I lived in New York for years and years, and it's one of those places. I, I like went to San Bros once for breakfast. I was like, this is not good. I went with a friend of mine and and and, and, the, and the crazy Michelle. Uh, but yeah, he was very stoic and cold looking. Mm-hmm. But that's how you get to be the CEO of Chase, right? Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's like, like you don't get to be the CEO of Chase by being, like, you know, affectionate, you know? I don't know anything about him. His parents were loaded, right?
0: Yeah, they were. He's
1: not one of these guys like Blankfine. Like, Blankfine, I think, came from, like, the Jewish projects or whatever, in w- the Lower East Side or Brooklyn, maybe?
0: i was I was confused that uh there wasn't like tons of bodyguards around because I thought those guys like there's like kidnapping plots and stuff I don't or, really
1: know I don't know how many people I, th- maybe there was somebody we didn't see, but I also don't know how many people would recognize him. I just recognize him
0: uh yeah I mean he was th- uh, th- uh, one of three sons of Greek immigrants, Theodore and whatever, and attended the browning school
1: What do you mean and whatever
0: and well then the the Greek name it's it's well it's, why
1: don't you try to sound it out
0: Theodore. And Nialos. Okay. Diamond.
1: Okay. It's not a big deal.
0: His paternal grandfather was a Greek immigrant who changed the family name from Papa Demetrio to Diamond to make it sound French and worked as a banker in Smyrna, now Athens. Or Smyrna and Athens. Georgia? Uh, or Greece? I believe Greece. Yeah, Smyrna, Smyrna, yeah.
1: Athens. Okay. Mm.
0: So that's, that's his background.
1: Yeah, they, they come from people that did things. Mm.
0: He went to Tufts. And then Harvard Business School.
1: Yeah. they Usually there's a line of people that have done things. Not always. You know? It's not like, you know, Jamie's father Jamie's mother was stalking podcaster Tim Dillon <laughs> in the hotel. Mm-hmm. You know? It's usually like some type of... You know I should have went up to him and said, "What do you think about nine eleven <laughs> just between me and you what if i was what if you were the waiter at San Ambrose and he walked up to him and he went what do you what do you think about nine eleven <laughs> Do you know anything about that? Should I try to get a job at one of these places
0: just so you can ask people just
1: for a gag, yeah." because all of these places are hiring, right? Mm-hmm. Should I try to get a job on the upper east side at one of these rest like I would never get hi- I would never get hired.
0: Yeah. Well, your resume has a huge like gap in it, too.
1: Yeah, but wouldn't they they'll run a background. They'll figure out who I am. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't it be funny if I could just get a job for a day or two to just talk to every table about 9/11? <laughs> before I got fired, and I was like, why am I getting fired? They're like, you can't, hey, I know you have enthusiasm for the food. You know all the dishes, you were very good. You know all the terms. We didn't have to explain to you like what a gremolata was. Like you're good like that. You're like really good. We're kind of really impressed. The problem we're having <laughs> is that every single table said you have brought up 9-11 every single table every single table you've had has complained you've worked here an hour you've had three tables all of them have said when I said how's everything going the waiter continually and incessantly talks about 9-11 so we're going to give you a warning but the next time we have to talk to you about this okay and then they'd fire me they'd go okay you ask Jamie Diamond for money. We we have to let you go. It is incredibly inappropriate, wildly inappropriate to ask Jamie Diamond for money. I would say, "Can I get can I get a little money from you? Like now. You're going to tip me later. Can I just get it now? Can you give me like $40 now, cash?" Well, maybe the next—what if Pruitt and Byrd do become, like, very successful? Mm. You know?
0: They turn it around.
1: They turn it around.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that's what America's about. It's comeback stories.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Turn, they turn it around. They're not going to end up in Angola. What if they <laughs> both turn it around? They're, they're the CEOs of Chase you think Pruitt and Bird are going to be the CEOs of Chase I'm
0: asking. I mean, man, they got a long way to go from being two little fat school shooters in Southwest Florida to being CEO of
1: Chase.: But that's America. That's America, from two fat little school shooters to rising the ranks of CEO of Chase.: mm.
0: I could see I could see him having a house on Center Island. Where we went today, yeah. I could see. I see the whole I thing. I think it'd
1: be great if Jamie Diamond mentored both of them. That's a TV show I'd watch. <laughs> Why doesn't Jamie Diamond take Pruitt and Bird to San Ambrose and get them gelato? Maybe that's all they're missing—is a good pistachio gelato, yeah, or hazelnut. And Jamie Diamond has to walk Pruitt and Bird through the Upper East Side of Manhattan, mm. bring their fat asses into Ralph Lauren, get them clothes. And ask asked them, you know, talk to them. And he looks at them, he goes, listen, I know all you people want to do is kill, but at my company, we kill without firing a shot. And they go, what do you mean by that, Jamie? <laughs> he goes, well, we could kind of do whatever we want. For example, during the mortgage crisis, there were tons and tons of uh, accusations of fraud, but we paid billions and billions of dollars to stop the investigation. Stop the inquiry into our company. And we kept billions and billions of dollars, you know, earned through fraudulent practices because we were able to bully the federal government. Doesn't that sound like fun? You get bullied at school a lot, right? Yeah. That's why you're two fat little school shooters. But wouldn't you like to be able to be in a position to bully the cops that bullied you? And I don't even mean the cops. I mean everybody. The politicians that make the laws. The Federal Reserve. What's that? Doesn't matter. I just mean we bully everybody. The only people we don't bully are the tech guys. They're the only people we don't bully. Well, why can't we bully them, says Bird. He's like ice cream on his mouth. (laughs) Jamie Dimes is like, wipe your face. He's like, well, we can't bully them because they know everything about us, what we think, who we are. I mean, they're, you know, they're unbullyable at this moment. You know, and then Pruitt and Bird are like, this guy's fucking cool. And Jamie Diamond, like, he just feels like for the first time in his life, like, you know, he really loves these fat little school shooters from Southern Florida. Mm-hmm. And, and he just takes them in as like his protégés. You know? And he raises them. Mm -hmm. And it's like a beautiful story. And he teaches them that, like, you don't have to, you can devote all of your murderous, violent energy into succeeding at finance. You just got to get a gym bag and the right clothes, Mm -hmm. take Adderall learn how to stare at a computer, learn how to acquire friends and relationships based solely on, you know, monetary gain. Mm -hmm. He taught them all these things. And, I mean, that's their only hope. But, I mean, that's a fucking beautiful story. Because that's the best version of those two kids. Yeah. (laughs) The best version of those two kids be- become financial criminals, you know, for a great institution like Chase Bank. Do you think like Kevin Hart, who has a partnership with Chase, I will one day have a partnership with Chase? <laughs> or do you think that because of a lot of the content that I've made, that isn't likely? Not likely. Fuck. Fuck. Sometimes I realize I really shot myself in the foot, you know, doing this show. I could have been on Hacks to show about uh, Jean Smart, who's a legend because we say she is. Now we're just saying, by the way, is every woman over 40 a legend? Can someone help me out? Is every woman over 40 a legend? Is my mother a legend? She's in a mental institution. Give her an Emmy. What did Jean Smart do? No, I'm, I mean she's good in hacks, right? But what did she do again? Was she on Love Boat? I'm I'm googling it right now. What the hell does she even do? Everyone just says she's a legend, and every time she talks, everyone starts crying.
0: So Jean Smart was on um, Designing Women
1: with Delta Burke. Yeah. Uh, okay.
0: Uh, she was on Frasier. As what? Um.
1: I don't remember her. I watched every episode of that.
0: Uh, it's not showing up immediately. Interesting. What else? Uh, let's see here. She's
1: just had a long career.
0: She was in Big Mouth. Uh, she was in 24.
1: What's Big Mouth?
0: Uh, that, uh, remember the Jenny Slate show? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm sorry. I, I should know that show. It's Nick Kroll and Jenny Slate and my buddies.
0: Uh, she was in uh, Watchmen.
1: She's worked. She's yeah, yeah. worked.
0: Mm-hmm. She's worked. Sweet Home Alabama
1: with Reese Witherspoon.
0: That's correct. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I wish her well. She does a great job in uh, Hacks. I just didn't know. I didn't know if there was any uh, anything behind the legend uh, description. I didn't. You know. I go. She's a legend. I go. Oh, of what?
0: Yeah, I'm kind of digging through the work here, trying to.
1: I, don't, I think it's rude to dig through the work If it's a right. woman who's been in the game for as long as she has You just let it go yeah. You know, she's a legend mm-hmm. Anyone's a legend, right? That's true No, you don't have to Don't, don't dig through the work She was a legend She's a legend I'm happy for her Me too Maybe Gene Smart should take in Dalton What's his name? Pruitt and Bird? Yeah, Pruitt and Bird How about Gene Smart adopts them? Maybe there should be on the next season of Hacks Pruitt and Bird, you know. Maybe they should film the next season of Hacks in Del Rio, Texas. Why don't we have that be the show Hacks? We do a comedy show where uh, Gene Smart goes to do a, 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 a fundraiser in Del Rio. I think that's a good topical idea. Should I just start submitting ideas to hacks? Yeah, yeah. Text
0: them to your agent. Have them email them. Well, the to people him. that
1: created hacks have four hundred followers on Twitter, so I I probably will be able to get in touch with them if I want. I mean, I imagine they don't can't make their rent. I imagine they rent and not own. To guess, I'm guessing. I'm not trying to be a cunt. I'm not saying like you know. I'm not saying that like you have to have money to make great art. In fact, for decades and centuries, that was the antithesis of the idea, you know. But I'm sure they're good. The people that have created what else have they done besides hacks? By the way,
0: the people that made hacks. Yes, the people that have made uh, hacks. Let me see here: Jen Statsky.
1: No, that's that's the uh, White House press secretary. <laughs>
0: uh, Paul Downs and Lucia Anilio. Yeah, Anello or something. Lucia did uh, Broad City. Ooh. And as well as the miniseries Time Traveling Bong. Brilliant. And the 2017 film Rough Night. I don't know if you ever saw that. I have
1: not. Who's in that?
0: I believe it's. um, Let me click on this. What's that about? I think it's about uh, Tina Fey and. Oh, my God. No, wait. No, no, no. That's the different movie I'm thinking of. That's different. This is is a black comedy film directed. Dark uh, comedy. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that. Uh, it stars Scarlett Johansson, Zoe Kravitz, Kate McKinnon, Jillian Bell, Alana Glazer. Mm. Oh, okay. And Demi Moore. Interesting. It follows a bachelorette party. Well, I bet that you know. Now let,
1: let me take it back. I bet they do have a little bit of money. I was I was joking around that they didn't have that much money. They they probably have a lot of money.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Paul Downs was from Broad City as a co-creator as well.
1: I think Hacks is actually pretty it's decent, right? It's enjoyable. I enjoyed it. I think it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I think it was enjoyable. I have no problems with any of these people and I imagine they have no problems with me or anyone that I know. I'm just saying I was confused about the let when we kept saying Gene Smart was a legend. <laughs> I was I'm confused about that. That's all. It's not an attack. I think it's a question. I'm allowed to question things. This is the United States, right?
0: Yes, that's right.
1: But God bless them, and I'm glad their show's doing so well. That's the only comedy out right now. It's a comedy about comedy. hmm But that's the, ol- the only thing that's funny. Ted Lasso's really not funny. No, not at all. No, Ted Lasso's not funny.
0: No, not even a little bit.
1: It's positive, right?
0: Yeah, I guess. It's like yeah.
1: It's just not showing. It's the only thing that doesn't show people on ventilators <laughs> gasping for air and dying on the floor. So it's the only thing on TV that is that that isn't that. So I guess by I guess it's a comedy by default. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and then there's Hacks. Yes. Okay. I'm just trying to understand the lay of the land here. And uh, I take it back when I said the creators didn't have any money, now that I know that they have money. Look up uh, her net worth.
0: Uh, which one? The creator. Uh, okay, well, there's three, but I'll, I, I think I know the one you're talking
1: about. Yeah, the one who did Rough Night. What, she got five sticks? Ten sticks? Let's I'm going to say two here. sticks, $2 million. Mm-mm. $3 million? Uh, it
0: says here that there is not one. There's not. There's not a net worth.
1: There's no net worth. What do you get paid for doing rough night? What was the budget? Go to the budget on rough night. I'm curious as to how Hollywood works. Let me ask you a question. Much like 20 million. 20 million? Mm -hmm. She has to get paid money, right?
0: You'd imagine so.
1: But a lot of that probably goes to Demi Moore. I bet most of that 20 million goes to the drugs to just keep Demi Moore in a chair. (laughs) Right? Doesn't most of that money go to the drugs to keep Demi more in a chair? Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think so. Without having an episode? Because, you know, she'll have an episode, right? They got to strap her into something and hit her with the IV. Well, I think around this time she was on the H. This is 2017. Well, was it, didn't Demi Moore flip out or something?
0: Uh, When?
1: I don't know. Doesn't she need to be watched? Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: she, she like OD'd, you know, is she that almost got, yeah, she OD'd like, uh, what was this, two years ago? And then she had to go to the she's hospital. She's got to be
1: watched, is my point. Yeah, yeah. She's not to be trusted. I mean, a, a lot of that money's got to go for just guards to stand outside her dressing room. <laughs> do you think I'll be on the next season of Hacks or much like Jamie Diamond? do you think I've ruined that now? Because I don't think the show's that bad. I think Hannah Einbinder does a nice job.
0: Yeah, she does a fantastic I think, job. I think I think it's yeah. a good
1: job. And Megan uh, the uh, the uh, Megan Statler, uh, Statler, yeah, yeah, they do a good job on that show. I have no problem with that show. I'm just curious as to how everything works. I'd like to have a television show. Why don't you think I've been allowed to have a television show? If you had to take a guess, if you had to take a stab at that,
0: well, we've certainly tried, right? And we, well,
1: I've tried. But, you know, I don't know. I think it's maybe because um, that people, for whatever reason, seem to not like me Mm -hmm. or they have an issue with me.
0: I think they just need to take some time to get to know you.
1: Well, perhaps. But I also think that people are just... Very risk averse. Mm. That's what it is. I think people are risk averse. And I think that they associate a business relationship with me with risk. Mm. Perhaps it's an intelligent assessment. Mm -hmm. And they think that there's too much risk in allowing me uh, to be part of the project.
0: Yeah, if they don't know what you're going to say next, then why would they work with you? Right. That's the biggest risk of them all.
1: That's a huge point. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. You know? Well, c'est la vie. You know? What does that mean? Such is life? I think so, Yeah. yeah.
0: I want to correct myself. It was in 2012 that Demi Moore had a seizure from a horrific drug overdose when she did Whippets.
1: Yeah, she needs... the Most of the budget of the movie Rough Night was to keep Demi Moore from having a rough night. You know? They have to go babysit her. She'll get high off anything, huh? She'll just start sniffing glue. I mean, if you're doing whippets to the point where you have a seizure, you'll do anything, right? You'll sniff glue. Pretty much. You don't give a shit. She'll huff paint and shit while she's got that purple ring around her Mm -hmm. mouth.
0: Air duster.
1: She'll do computer cleaner. Yeah. Man. (laughs) Imagine having the job on that set of trying trying to get between Demi Moore and computer cleaner. Because that's what life's about. See, Demi Moore, Mm -hmm. you're a great actress. You do the whole thing. But at the end of the day, nothing's as fun as just sucking nitrous out of a can. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Doesn't matter how many awards you get or how many red carpets, how sexy you are, how many people want to fuck you. At the end of the day, life is a hollow, uh, meaningless activity. And we just have to forget that and move from thing to thing before that truth that erodes our souls uh, comes in. Mm. So a good way to do that is sucking nitrous out of a can. All right, we got to get out of here because room service stops at eleven, and I, I'm going to get—I'm going to be on the next season of Hacks. Good night. <laughs>